What's up, wrestling fans? Welcome to episode number 274 of the Smart Out Moment Smack Talk podcast. This is the Hot Tags edition of the week where we are going to be breaking down some of the current events, rumors, news, anything else going on in the world of professional wrestling from the past couple of days that we found interesting or odd or whatever the hell else we want to talk about. As always, I am your host, Tony Mango, and joining me on the mic for this episode is Sean Walker. At 25 past four in the morning. 25, not 10, 25 or four. Wait, would you say four or whatever? I'm tired. 20, 25 past four in the morning. <laughs> Man, Don't hear too many people say day. 25 past, more half past, that kind of stuff. They're one of your pasties that you were talking about before. Well, that now is 26 minutes past, so. Oh, well, look at that. Game we can keep going. We can keep going until half past if you want. <laughs> right. Well, in the meantime, we also have Mike Payton. First episode of the year. We finally get, we're able to get you on. <laughs> Game over, man. Game over. <laughs> All right. So we're going to start things off with the lunchbox of the episode, the one that I just need to breeze by. It was something interesting that I thought uh, it was mentioned over the past couple of days. Totally not like a big story, but apparently Vince McMahon doesn't eat food with his hands. Ever. They uh, they were doing a whole big interview with, uh, I think it was Bruce Pritchard at the time, and he was saying, not even pizza. He'll uh, fold it over, eat all the way up until what his hands touched it, and we'll throw it away. And according to him, sandwiches don't count, though. Sandwiches are Ugh. just a, a food thing and all that. You know, WWE can call Madison Square Garden their home all they want, but this is how you know Vince McMahon is from fucking Connecticut. Yup. <laughs> <laughs> There are, I mean, I'll understand when you get to the people that are like, I'd prefer to use a fork and a knife for certain things, you know, like if they want an open face sandwich or, you know, some oddball things here and there. I'm not endorsing the the Snickers bar mentality, but you gotta (laughs) eat pizza with your hands. You know what I mean? Like, I can't sit there and eat pizza with a fork and a knife. It's just wrong. Well, I I gotta give you an immaculate connection here. So, uh, as we all know, uh, Vince McMahon is good friends with now President Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the Trump stories lately have uh, ranged from infuriating uh, to hilarious. Uh, and one of the funnier ones that I've read lately is uh, from an anonymous waiter who released while waiting on Donald Trump. Uh, Donald Trump ordered uh, a super expensive steak well done with ketchup. Oh, God. Impeach the fucker. <laughs> Like a freaking child. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, boy! And he complained that he didn't get a toy with it. And <laughs> God damn! Oh, Vince and, and Donald are perfect for each other. They could just have their weird eating habits and be a nightmare for any poor waiter that they're probably not going to tip because oh, he can earn his own money. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> I oh, said I wanted chocolate milk with that motherfucker. <laughs> They probably would be the type that would do that, right? You know, the people that eat, like, pizza with milk. It's just like, nah, that's, no, you don't do that. Not unless you're three, you know? Well, isn't there, like, something about Vince, too, that he eats, like, the same sandwich every day at the board meetings? Oh, I hadn't heard about that before, but I could see that being the case. I think that was on his, like, DVD or something, that he, like, loves getting the same exact sandwich every time they have a board meeting at headquarters. (laughs) It's, It's, like, an expected thing. What a weird dude. Now I'm curious, like, what sandwich that would be. Like, he strikes me as somebody who's not as much, like, a roast beef type of guy or, like, a chicken salad or something like that. Like, what if he's, like, very into something weird, like, pickle and pimento loaf or something? (laughs) You know, I was going to say, I picture he's the kind of guy who loves having the pickle that has the little, like, uh... Uh, toothpick skewed through it on the top of the sandwich. (laughs) The little sword? (laughs) Yeah. He goes to Friendly's and he gets the little monster ice cream. <laughs> he goes to baseball games. He gets the ice cream in the helmets. Yo, Ground Round used to have that shit back in the day. I had so many of those things. And I always wanted to get the chicken fingers with the little sword poked through. If they gave me the like the red sword instead of the blue one, I was all disappointed. My meal didn't oh. taste as well, you know? <laughs> Kids. And billionaires. <laughs> <laughs> so an interesting story, just to throw that off there. But we got so a wide range of topics here to talk about. So let's go into a negative one here. A kid brought a kill list to school, and he <sighs> said that it was inspired by the list of Jericho. And of course, you get some people that are like, "See, fucking WWE always bringing a kill list." So it's like, <laughs> <in case." laughs> 
you just made the list is a goddamn joke. The I'm going to murder you is like the shit from Billy Madison. And if this kid looks like uh, Steve Buscemi, he kind of deserves to get picked on at that point. But well, You know what I'm actually I'm surprised people aren't more making a relation to is uh, there's an anime and Wago would be able to tell you more about this. But there's an anime called uh, Death, Death Note. Note. I yes, about that before, yeah. I haven't seen it because I don't like the whole every character looks the same and they all have super pointy hair like me. I'm just not into anime style either. But the premise for Death Note, Death Note I always thought was cool. These books that you can write into and then that person dies. I'm like, that's that's a pretty like scary concept. Yeah, it's like a voodoo doll, but easier. You don't have to craft the whole thing. You just write a name down. <laughs> what? Well, I don't know, man. Have you ever had to write in Japanese? It's not easy. No, that's true. <laughs> Suddenly, like you're trying to write a name. It's like John Smith. A oh, million John Smiths die. And you're like, no, 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 not that one. Whatever, like that. And it's like, no, write it in Japanese. Okay, uh, house... And then everybody's house is just fucking exploding. <laughs> like, son of a bitch. Yeah, I mean, this is the kind of unfortunate thing that you see happen. I mean, it's almost always a situation where somebody does a wrestling move and they injure somebody or kill somebody or whatever. So this is different, but it's still wrong. You know? No, you know what this is? This is uh, a parent with an out-of-control child that needed something to blame it on. That's all this is. This is not in any way, shape, or form WWE's fault. No. Uh, and it is a tragedy. Uh, and I don't think it's something that should be necessarily made light of either. But um, the the fact that the, these parents are – it's this oh – God, it's the same bullshit as when they try to blame Mortal Kombat or Beavis and Butthead in the 90s. Like it's it's all the same shit. Like, well, everybody knows you play Grand Theft Auto one time, you are going to go to prison. Oh, <laughs> it's, yeah. just a, it's a guarantee. I mean uh, I watched RoboCop when I was a kid and that, that murdering spree I've gone on all those years oh, went down in the history books. RoboCop was one of the big ones, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. Was awesome, dude. And it was really <laughs> fucking awful to watch as a little kid. Like, I'm glad oh, that I gosh. had the edited version from, like, the TV broadcast because I went back <laughs> and I watched that a couple years ago. And I'm like, they rat a dude over and he exploded. That's what I was just about to say. The freaking guy. You forgot to mention, though, that it's after he gets acid dumped on. Yeah, he's all <laughs> so mutated. Yeah, he's mutated and his skin is sagging off him. Just and then the... the truck just runs into him and he liquefies and explodes. <laughs> It's like, if that's not bad enough, you've already gotten to the point where your protagonist gets his hand blown off and stuff. You just see it, like, shatter, like, leaves in the wind and stuff. <laughs> God, I haven't seen that movie in years. I need to watch that movie soon. To be fair, I'm surprised I didn't go on a murder and rampage during the fucking remake of that fucking film. Christ. I didn't think it was that bad, actually. It wasn't, like, great, but... You it's know. an easily forgettable film. Yeah, that's the <laughs> bad thing about it. It's like, how many people are going to go, when you say RoboCop, they're not going to be like, well, which one? They know which one you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> and if you start going, yeah, the one where he's got a jetpack, then you're like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> what is he funny? Like the triads in the third one or something like that? I don't know. That movie's all fucking retarded, but uh, good movies, though. Like great old school 80s, hyper violent crazy the whole like uh i'll buy that for a dollar shit it's like you can't get that nowadays and, and we could put all that in a pg movie right <laughs> and then target it to kids afterward with like cartoons and stuff it's like hey kids you like that insane gore yeah <laughs> i watched that back in the day i watched terminator 2 back in the day i turned out somewhat fine i guess you could say although it's a big different story when you're in school and it's like uh, give us a quote from your favorite movie and people are naming like Beauty and the Beast and all that kind of stuff and I'm like first uh, thing that comes to my mind is like you're the one living in a fucking dream Silverman <laughs> 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 oh man I want to watch Terminator 2 again too so kill this thing we're moving on from there uh, let's go to speculation of people returning to WWE we've got Drew Galloway and the Hardy Boys it's been speculated for a little while now but now it's kind of official that they're not returning to TNA and the heat's kind of going more towards the WWE side of things more than New Japan or Ring of Honor or just kind of hanging around the Hardy compound and doing whatever the fuck they do when they're off time. But I would be okay with these guys coming back, depending on if the Hardy boys are of, like, sound enough mind and they're not going to, you know, pull a... What was it? Victory Road? Was it the one with Jeff Hardy? All drunk? <sighs> yes. That's the danger of bringing those guys back. Drew Galloway, I mean, I never really loved him all that much, but... He seems like he's got a firm enough uh, head on his shoulders, so I'm kind of cool with it. What do you guys think? Should they be coming back? How would you use them? That kind of stuff? Well, first off, Dask, when you say kind of, I think this is pretty – I don't know what the last thing you saw was, but in the last few hours, both Rebby Sky and Matt Hardy have tweeted out that they're 
they're they're gone from there. Like it, this is all 100% confirmed now. Uh, it was probably like a hour or two ago. Broken Matt Hardy tweets out, "I wish Impact Wrestling all the best going forward, especially the industrious talent. I hope they're all treated with respect and fairness." That's like oddly out of character. <laughs> yeah. I was kind of expecting you to turn that into like, and McMahon, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> he, he did tweet something uh, like he was delighted or some shit. Oh, yeah. The previous one was that my stint with Impact Wrestling was delightful. <laughs> Exceptional <laughs> talent in locker room. A great, respectful team that worked hard in tough times. <laughs> I bet, uh, what's his name? Taz like that. He was just like, oh, you said tough. Oh, like heart. <laughs> Well, I mean, Taz was also part of some of those years, too. Yeah. Um, my gosh, man. The, 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 this is this is all they have left. This is literally all TNA had left. Yep. And we man, I was I didn't want to say I was optimistic, but I was when I finally saw power shifting away from Dixie Carter, mm. I was thinking, OK, maybe just maybe things are just not going to turn up, but just just be something different it wasn't just going to be the continued clown show that it was before i guess i was right i think it's become a bigger clown show like within the first few weeks they're airing the wrong episode on certain networks uh then they got this whole ordeal where they have to blur out a freaking referee during an episode oh yeah i forgot about that oh my god (laughs) and and now they're losing their three biggest stars without a doubt their three biggest stars i mean i guess you could argue bobby lashley might be above one of them but like without a doubt these are the three biggest stars to me who else do they really have now they have ec3 still right Yes. yes. And they've uh, got um, don't know how long. And they got that. um what what's the uh the stable they have with all the the freaks? Decay. Decay. Donkey Kong. <laughs> <laughs> First thing that comes to my mind if somebody says DK. <laughs> I mean that's that's pretty much all they have that's of any interest, right? Like Sad. Cody supposedly is still like an affiliated with them, but I haven't heard anything more with him doing it. He, he's uh, like a, a champion for GFW or something. Co- Cody's, Cody's the next gen champion, yeah. Yeah. So, oh, is he? Oh. Now they've got that the Jeff Jarrett go between with the whole GFW thing, which kind of is like GFW never even got a television deal. So maybe they should just pack it in and just stick around with Impact. But I don't know, man. If they do, if well, I mean, no matter what, they're leaving TNA, so it's bad for TNA. So if they go anywhere else. You'd think that they would want to go to WWE, and you would think WWE would be at least kind of interested in bringing them in because the tag team division split in half now, so the more tag teams they got, the better. The Hardy Boys versus New Day, I mean, that sells just by name alone. And Gallo, um, well, you know, you could put him on, like, SmackDown, make him a mid-carder or something like that. That'd be kind of good. I'm, I'm worried with the whole Broken Mount Hardy, because Broken Mount Hardy is, like, the best thing since sliced bread, but I just worry that WWE is just going to tone it down somewhat. Oh, they definitely will. (laughs) I think WWE has gotten far more open-minded than people will give them credit for in the last number of years. If you really watch what they've been doing, like, my God, they brought Chris Hero back. (laughs) And he didn't lose any weight. Yeah, he looks even worse than when he was leaving. (laughs) He broke a ring rope like a couple weeks before they brought him back. (laughs) I would love to see Broken Mahati versus the White family, though. That'd be pretty cool. That's if oh, they're still if around. Got the rights, that's if he's got the rights to it. Uh, they always change their mind on what they're doing with the the Wyatt family. They can always reunite them at the end of the year. Like <laughs> They're always going around. <laughs> you know um, what it'll do? They'll re- uh, bring it back only when Eric Rowan comes back because it'll be like the future legend status. He'll be like, come on, guys. Mm-hmm. Like I'm going to be a beacon for hope and all that. Oh, my God. Could it be bro- broken Eric Rowan? <laughs> Eric broken? <laughs> <laughs> I'm on board. Sign me up. <laughs> um, I think there's one other alternative that I do think is better for them. And it's not just because I like them a lot, but hear me out on this. I, I do think a perfect home for Matt and Jeff right now would be Lucha Underground. I, I think I their characters that. are are just perfect for it first off. Um, but more important, I think for their happiness and and their own well-being, I think it's a best place for them because the schedule would be extremely limited. The paychecks would be guaranteed because of where they're coming from. I mean, Lucha Underground, first off, has the El Rey Network backing them, but they also just signed a big deal with Netflix. They Fucking Netflix. Netflix deal? I'd heard oh, some yeah. like, rumors about it, but I never saw anything confirming it. Oh, yeah, it was confirmed. It's just a matter of when it's coming up there. Huh. 
And that's, that's actually, you know, it's a more televised, like, structure that goes with their kind of stuff, because they're filming all these, you know, not, like, live in the ring and all that. So what better company to do that than the one that records itself as the television program, you know? It's, it's a completely different approach to it, and I, I think it would fit them. I mean, Matt Hardy's got his second kid on the way. He, he's they, They've settled down. They like living on their compound. Like you were saying, they, they, I mean, for all, they they could just freaking retire and just live out the rest of their lives spending a million dollars a day and probably go okay. Like, <laughs> they'd probably do that, but it's probably just probably getting on drugs and stuff. <laughs> well, that's that's the fearful thing. If they settle down, what will demons catch up? But mm-hmm. um, they'll be bored, and then it's like, what do you do? You, you know, what do you do to occupy your time? So, if they go to WWE, at least that'll keep them in check when it comes to that. But maybe that's not what they want to do. I mean, oh, I mean, at the same time, the grueling schedule could be what leads them to it too. Yeah, that's true. I, I, that's the thing I worry more about. I, they they need to do what's best for their mental happiness and not what's best for their, their bank accounts. Cause I think their bank accounts are fine. Now, Sean, if I remember correctly, you were kind of big on McIntyre, right? Uh, back in the day. Yeah. Where would you like to see them put him? If he does go to WWE or do you think he should just go like ROH or something? I would like to see him down at NXT to elevate a couple more new guys down there. They're going to need some new people after WrestleMania. That's for sure. Cause just mm. Joe is gone, right? So to fill that yeah. void, why not have McIntyre? That's why I was thinking about the Hardys. They could be joined down in NXT as well. Well, you figure Austin Aries isn't going back down. He's sticking to 205 Live. Nakamura's got to be coming up sometime relatively soon. Ty Dillinger's coming oh. up soon. I, I, could, I, I tell you exactly how you have Drew McIntyre debut, too. He comes in and defeats Tyler Bate for the UK Championship. On his debut night returning. I guess it's not his debut. His returning night. I'd be down. And then he can just run NXT for a while with people challenging him for the title. And then, you know, if you feel like he's ready, he could do like a Tyson Kidd thing, you know, where he goes down there and if they they like what they see, they can bring him up when they're ready. And I get injured by some of Joe. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But related to that, actually... um, I think he's far more likely to come to WWE than the Hardys are, but mm-hmm. I also think an alternative route for him would be just to to stick to Europe, stick stick to to ICW or whatever you know, organization he can get himself work with over there. Maybe dabble a little bit in uh, New Japan, kind of get a good like. What's their next thing? Uh, they already did Wrestle Kingdom. Do they have like another big show for like the summer? Uh, I imagine they do. I couldn't tell you what it is. Yeah, maybe do that kind of a thing or something like that. Earn some money. Or fucking do a podcast where you bitch constantly like Ryback. (laughs) (laughs) Works for some people. I think he'll let that speak. Um, uh, But I mean, ICW is a major promotion at this point. They're doing big business over there. Um, So a point where you can survive off that company. That actually might be one of the things that they would bring him in to do. I mean, we've been hearing the rumors that they want to do ICW in WWE. Mm-hmm. maybe they just yeah, kind of want- keep him over there and they're like yo can you be like the head guy there because even though somebody like a Trent Seven is popular around there they're still going to want to have some bigger names if they could get them in there because wasn't there talks know, about ICW was supposed to be joining the WWE network or some shit right could be a good way to use right. a lot, utilize you, them you mean that thing that Tony just mentioned what <laughs> <laughs> uh, about that now, Tyler Sean will be like, so you hear about this kid with the kill list? <laughs> <laughs> what about that uh, Tommy End guy? What's his deal? I think he's in NXT, but yeah, I think he's just doing live events. But isn't he like a big, uh, isn't he a big brick guy too? I heard the name before, but outside of that one thing he did at the tournament, I've never seen him. But if he's big enough, then maybe they will bring him in the mix. They They held off on the 205 Live people a little bit here and there to kind of not throw everybody in at one time. And now we, I mean, we haven't seen anybody other than Pete Dunn, Mark Andrews, seven and uh bait since the tournament. So I don't know what's happening with that, but Galloway would be a good fit with that. I'd be cool with him being a part of that. I was never the biggest, biggest fan of him when they were like really pushing him to the moon, but he seemed like he was somebody who they would have, if they would have not pushed him that far, I could have slowly, but surely become a bigger fan of him. And then they fucked him over with the whole, Three man band and all that and Well, here's the problem if we if they did go that route is that all the people that were part of that UK tournament look like little goddamn boys. That's true. 
like they're all tiny and they're all like baby faced and like they're all ordering well done steak with ketchup. <laughs> <laughs> and then like Drew McIntyre comes in, they're like, he's kind of lanky, but he's tall. Mm. And like at this point, you know, he's he's grown his facial hair in a bit. He's kind of grizzled and like, I mean, he could give some legitimacy to that title, which would be nice. But like, uh, he would just he would just make that whole rest of that division that they brought in there look like a bunch of wimps. And then he just two years from now he's just like yeah there's no competition here <laughs> just leaves. Uh, let's move on to another one here. We've got uh, one of the more gossip train of things. Caitlyn used to be uh, used Caitlyn in WWE, but she's Celeste Bonin is her real name, which I always thought was fucking hilarious. Uh, she has announced that she split from her husband, and uh, more interesting than that even is her husband's like really trying to fuck her over with that business that they uh, did together, the celestial bodies. And he like took control of the domain, shut down the website. She's got like a backup thing running now. They're trying to like get a litigation to get her or something like that. So it's like, that sucks. Uh, I don't know if people really care that much about Caitlyn. It's a former WWE diva situation like that. So it's not really like the biggest story in the world, but hey, it's, you know, it's part of a random ass thing for the hot tags. But you guys think anything uh, about this story? Nah. So. <laughs> this, this, this is why you always sign a prenup. <laughs> well, I don't know whose uh, idea it was to begin with, but they banked entirely on her name. I mean, the name literally is a playoff of her name. So you'd mm-hmm. think that she would have a little bit more leeway in the, the legal system to kind of be like, yeah, that's kind of like... A company I'm named all after over anybody the... has nothing to do with it. <laughs> well, the, she's plastered all over it. You know, she's the one that was like... The breadwinner, I'm assuming. He's like some just like a personal trainer or something like that. Still, so Dude, I don't think Dave Thomas actually owned Wendy's. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Kinda looked like that Wendy chick. <laughs> what if it was just like the way that Dave Thomas really looked like was like the Wendy chick or something? <laughs> It'd be horrifying. <laughs> so, the, the, so the owner of Wendy's is Ron Howard. Oh yeah, that's true. That's pretty much looking like that. Ron Howard is pretty scary looking, so that <laughs> kind of solves that issue. Uh, what else we have? Uh, this is something that Sean brought up that I didn't even know was happening at the time, so I'm glad you brought it up, Sean. But apparently Asuka is just like a few matches away from beating Goldberg's record. She's what? at 149-0, which is <laughs> fucking insane. And I looked up the information to try to figure out how far away she is. Uh, Goldberg, they claimed, was 173-0. and but apparently the actual number was 157. So she only needs nine more wins to beat the, like, the official official record and about 25 or so to get the inflated number. But 25 definitely carries her past WrestleMania. Nine, I'm not sure if that counts like what she's got coming up for NXT and stuff, but I would think more than likely she doesn't wrestle nine matches in between the next couple of weeks. So, you know, if they want to kind of keep her going, she logically should have to beat Ember Moon at NXT TakeOver Orlando, which I wouldn't really be opposed to, but I don't know if they really need to do the whole streak thing. And I'd be cool with her losing either way. Like, I like Asuka, and I like Ember Moon. I'm not going to be disappointed one way or the other. But what do you guys think? Should she uh, pass Goldberg's legacy? Because this just popped up out of nowhere to me. I know she was undefeated, but I didn't think it was that much. When I, when I clicked on it, I honestly thought it was going to be somebody else. But then I was like, damn, Oscar is undefeated. He has come out of nowhere. They don't mention it at all, which is why I think it's come out of nowhere. Because they're never like, oh, she's 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 undefeated like they were doing with, with Ryback and shit. Well, they say she's undefeated. They just don't give numbers. Yeah, that's what's hard to keep track of because they've been saying it for a while. But it's like, has it been a year? Has it been two years? nine months like that it's hard to keep track of that kind of stuff because nxt moves at a quick pace mm. bailey was in nxt last year and it's like now she's mean uh woman on raw with the title and all that so things change pretty quickly down there but 149 and oh it's like wow did not see that happening no this is actually the first i'm hearing of any of this and honestly i don't know what kind of opinion to have about it I mean, it seems like they really want to have this Ember Moon girl be uh, the next it person. You need to have that person, right? I mean, if they – you could make a way to make both of them look good, I suppose, and still maintain that streak. But 
I, I feel like it's better to get Asuka up soon. I, I, I don't think that it's, it's really even in their minds. I wouldn't be surprised if this article breaking is the first that they even are aware of it. <laughs> like, what was I, uh, I, Goldberg tweeted out to her about it, saying something about it. It was on WWE.com and everything like that. So they, they know mm-hmm. enough that they were putting it out there, but. I don't know if that's like a strategy to just kind of remind everybody that Asuka's undefeated so it's a bigger surprise when she loses or if this is to put it in our minds so the people that like Ember, Ember Moon and wanted her to win are like, okay, well, I can understand why they don't. Kind of like the New Day thing where it's like, well, they might have dropped the titles a little bit earlier if it hadn't been for that record. They kind of kept it going for like another two more months than it needed to be. Mm. I'd be cool with it either way. I mean, Asuka has done a good enough job that if they want her to go down, not only as the longest reigning champion for NXT women's title, but also with like beating that record, wouldn't be opposed to it. It's not necessary though. And who knows? Peyton Royce managed to win the title. Oh, she's not going to be competing for that. <laughs> I wouldn't be shocked if she comes up too soon though. She and Billy Kay have made a lot of progress over the past couple of months. And they moved, you got to remember, they moved up with the draft, uh, Nia Jackson, Alexa Bliss, and Carmella, and not many people were expecting them to come up at that point. They could just kind of drag those, you know, those three out of the mix, keep Ember Moon down there. They got that Ruby Riot chick that they're just debuting over like the next week or so. Uh, Nikki Cross is still going to stick around for a while. You know, Liv Morgan's not going anywhere <laughs> for a little bit. Certainly Aaliyah isn't. They got enough people to keep trotting along, I think. Wow, we actually have all the other stories we have are about. Uh, oh no, never mind. I was gonna say all the other stories about uh, the women's division. Never mind. Uh, this one's eh, not really, but let's get into this talk. Uh, Tom Phillips' story. <laughs> if you haven't been following this, uh, he got caught essentially trying to cheat on his fiance. Uh, there's a girl, Missy, the tattooed girl on Instagram, and he was sending her messages that I thought it was fucking hilarious. I laughed my ass off. He's <laughs> It's a weird selfie of him, and he's like, I'm on a plane, and I've got a massive erection, and I'm going to fuck your face. (laughs) (laughs) And now he's in hot water a little bit because it's like, you know, you're not supposed to do that, and the social media kind of thing and all that. And it's like, yeah, I'm not going to condone him, you know, trying to to cheat on his fiance and all that. But at the same time, people are calling for his head, (laughs) saying he should be fired, and it's like, oh, give me a break, you know. Seth Rollins did the whole nude scandal and they didn't fire him. Tom Phillips isn't going anywhere. I mean, it's different when Tom Phillips is married and also Tom Phillips is a freaking nobody, you know? Right. Like that's, that's the biggest thing hurting against him is that he is 100% expendable. But see, I think the fact that he would be expendable means that they're not going to care. The whole Kogan thing, when that happened, that's like, yeah, it's going to reflect really poorly on us. Tom Phillips thing is already kind of blowing over. That well, it also depends on how big it gets. I mean, if it's just you know on wrestling scoop scoop scoops dot com sites, then they're not going to get too hot about it. But if like TMZ and you know Good Morning America is talking about whatever scandal it is, then you bet your ass they're going to react to it. Oh yeah. Well, at that point, it's going to be a situation where they got to do it because mm-hmm. they're not going to be looking at themselves as like the company that condones sending people like I want to go to fuck your face later. <laughs> <laughs> And then Vince McMahon's like, anything that doesn't involve hands, I'm fine. <laughs> oh, my God. It, he's one of the schlubs that's on that four-man team on SmackDown, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's good, though. Like He's uh, he's underrated. He's so much better than David Otunga, man. Well, that's not a accomplishment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they could put a broom out there and people would be like, no, the broom's not that bad. <laughs> Dude, I'd rather have Jeff Krupp and Yoshitatsu as a team on comedy. <laughs> Just yes. <laughs> oh no! I think Roman Reigns is gonna no, win the match. You're just merging Jeffs now. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so glad to be here. Wait, sure it's not Jeff. <laughs> oh, that that top five. Uh, I think it was Ben Guest or whatever was asking me on Facebook, "What's your top five uh, not Jeff moments?" And I was just like, "Oh man, it's tough." <laughs> Department of Headquarters and all that. That t-shirt, still nobody's bought a t-shirt. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm not surprised. <laughs> That's bullshit, the- man. No, because you know what? People have been requesting shirts based on the jokes. 
You can't do that and then not actually back it up. You guys are not fulfilling the words that you have said. <laughs> you're you're not fulfilling. <laughs> you're a bunch of phonies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna challenge you all to a cage match. <laughs> oh, <dumb. laughs> you're the imposter. <laughs> Oh god, yeah. I I really wanted so bad to make an imposter professor oak joke about that, but I can't draw. So <laughs> it doesn't work out that way. We have uh Beth Phoenix is going to be going into the Hall of Fame. They announced that earlier today. Class of twenty seventeen's growing a little bit more each and every week, which it's looking damn good so far. I'm not the biggest fan of the Rock and Roll Express, but they deserve to be in there. And we were talking last week about this. Teddy Long, great. Kurt Angle, great. I think we actually even mentioned Beth Phoenix. As, like, who should be the woman this year? And it was like, yeah, Beth Phoenix, maybe, and all that. I'm glad she's going in there. I think it's well-deserved, although we had a little bit of a discussion on the Megamaniacs where some people are like, fuck that, she didn't do shit. She only won multiple titles and multiple <laughs> other accolades. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, Diva the Year, according to who? WWE? You mean the people that are putting her in the Hall of Fame? <laughs> <laughs> what, did she win the title, like, four times? Was widely considered the best wrestler the part for a couple of years? <laughs> I'm totally a thumbs up on this one. I don't see any reason why she shouldn't go in there. And she could have waited a couple more years. It's not like she needed to go in now, but mm. yeah, why not? You know, I, I just saw one comment that does kind of resonate true to me. And I actually don't even think it's a hundred percent accurate, but it's still close. Uh, and it's that nobody who debuted uh, behind a, uh, or in front of an HD stage should be going into the hall of fame yet. It just, it's just too soon. Yeah. You know, I could see mm. that. Although, I mean, if it comes to the certain people where it's like the injuries and you kind of ride the wave, keep the momentum going, like the Edge thing. I mean, he didn't debut in the HD, but still kind of a fresh sort of guy on the roster. But I could see the justification behind that. You have plenty of other people that could be going in. That's the thing. Like, Victoria's not in there yet. Yeah. Ivory's not in there yet. But, but I, mean, I saw people posting, like, this is an equivalent to like Coco Beware and the Bushwhacker. Oh, I'm like, come oh my on. God. Well, the Bushwhackers no. totally deserve to go in. I think they all deserve to go in. I don't know what people complain about any of these people, but like, I, what exactly is like the credentials for this made up Hall of Fame anyway? Like, like what, what, what is your made up requirements that someone has to do to be eligible to go into this Hall of Fame that doesn't even exist? It's a freaking web page that they can remove articles anytime they please. I go by the Hall of Fame in my mind as if you've done enough accolades, you should be in the mix no matter what. And then even if you haven't had like, you know, 20 time champion this and all that other kind of stuff, if you were a big enough character that if somebody says the name, people know who you're talking about, then it's within reason. You know, like, as much as I say that Coco Beware shouldn't be in there, you know, there's plenty of other people that should go in before him and all that kind of stuff. I can kind of see why they put him in there because he's somebody who, back in that time frame, he was pretty damn popular. At least I'm, the I'm bird gonna, was. I'm going to amend your requirements just a hair. I'm going to say it's not just if you say their name, people know who they are. It's if you say their name to people who watched during that time, if they remember that person. Yeah, it applies to the older ones too. Cause, because I mean, you tell me somebody from 1948, uh, I'm not going to fucking know him, you know? Well, sure. But I mean, they tend to stay away. Well, did, was it, wasn't it the year 29 uh, that they did like eight people into that, like legends wing or whatever. And then they never did anything else with that. Right. The uh, legacy award. I think it was last year. Wasn't it? Oh, was it last year? Oh, I wonder if they'll do that again then. Cause I feel I like so. that was, I feel like that was like a one-time thing and we never saw anything more of it. I, I kind of assumed that that was their means to get a lot of people in there without spending a lot of time on it. You know, just mm. kind of be like, these are, you know, Danny Hodge, hell of a grip and that kind of thing. And <laughs> just kind of sort of brush them away and then get into the whole, who are we going to uh, wrongly give the Warrior Award to this year and stuff? Oh it's got to be Drax Shadow oh, this year. Warrior Award. It's got to be Drax Shadow. Oh my God, that freaking thing. I forgot about that. Yep. Oh, no. <laughs> so we're either going to get celebrity who doesn't need to be in the celebrity wing, but they're going to do that anyway for the whole, like, who was it last year? The, it was like a Susan G. Komen one or something, right? Yes. Yeah, uh, some, like, good morning talk show host type yeah. person. Like, I don't Kathy know. Kathy Lee Gifford or whatever. And 
we're either going to get that or it's going to be like, hey, guys, another one of those kids died. And it's like, oh, great. Part of the Hall of Fame where everybody's suppressed. Awesome. <laughs> you know. what, what if they put in Donald Trump for a second time? <laughs> <laughs> Just to have him come out because he doesn't want to yeah. go to like the uh, Camp David and he doesn't want to go to oh, the governor's ball or whatever like that. And then it's like, but he goes to WWE. <laughs> Would you put it past so Vince, people? like to be able to get the president on the show? It's like, ah, we'll just we'll make him the second second time Hall of Fame. Give him the Warrior Award. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, the Warrior Award! If they gave him the Warrior Award, the backlash on some of that shit would be so fucking funny. It would be worth it. Just like have Dana Warrior come out and be like, the Warrior Award is about adversity and working backstage and not getting credit, even though we're not supposed to say that anymore. So we're going to give this to the person who has suffered the most adversity, Donald Trump. And it's like, it's can you more heel heat than Roman crowd, Reigns. Yeah, can you just imagine the crowd reaction if you put him in front of a wrestling crowd right now? That would be amazing. Well, it depends on where. <laughs> you <laughs> well, might have been in the like, middle of Texas. People are going to be like, yeah, this is a fucking champ. <laughs> you know? I don't know, man. He, he's really kind of like, he's kind of pissing off everybody at this point. <laughs> I don't like a lot of the people who liked him tend to not like him anymore. Like even like the staunchest of Republicans are not liking him right now. So I wouldn't expect him to get a good reaction anywhere. A couple of people are going, yeah, that not my president shirt. Were you still selling those? <laughs> <laughs> After that whole fiasco with the Oscars last night, when they're still trying to sort out what happened, no. I immediately started work on a not my best uh, picture t-shirt and I put that up immediately I was like insanity yo kudos to WWE I guess for trying to be like quick on the draw with making the joke they, they might actually be the first show to do it well I mean maybe if there's like a morning show yeah this morning to might have might have gotten first but like they might have been the first ones to make a joke about that like a, they like a damn sure beat SNL at it yeah so kudos to them for that um but it also just wasn't funny no no <laughs> And it's like for somebody who likes the New Day and who watches the Oscars, that should have been like exactly played to me. And I was just like, oh, okay, they're doing that. Hmm. (laughs) (laughs) It's funnier to watch the Oscars when the one dude's like, you know, it's so great, too. And then he turns around and goes, well, I mean, we lost, but (laughs) oh, you better fuck. (laughs) Well, speaking of movies, that's a perfect transition to go with this thing here. Our final hot tag to talk about. Brazzers is going to pre- uh, produce a porn parody of the Montreal screw job called The Fuck Job. It's got Romy Rain as Bret Hart and Mia Malkova as Shawn Michaels. So Google them real quick. If you don't know them, I Googled them and I looked them up and I will be checking this out. Not only for curiosity's sake, but I got a feeling this is going to be fucking funny. They've never done a wrestling uh porn parody like this before they've had China in things and she was like you know I'm sure they had some kind of like references here and there and stuff and I couldn't watch the stomach that one so I didn't really watch it and I couldn't do the same thing when it comes to the sunny one because I saw a couple images of that and it was just kind of like oh man I want to keep that out of my memory and just think back to 96 sunny but this this has got to be fucking great to watch I don't know when it comes out yet I know it's got to be sometime soon because they already had like still images and stuff like that. But <laughs> Sean, I got to go to you first because, uh, you know, you've been our go to guy to throw out some porn names here and there and stuff. What are your thoughts on this idea of a porn parody being produced? I'm trying to find it, but I can't find it. So can you link it to me quick, quite quickly, please? Well, I'll try to Google that real quick and send you something on that. You know the the people, though, right? I have never used them. So. Unless I I have heard of them, but I don't recognize the names. By that I mean I watched this stuff. Uh, Rumi Rain. Oh, hello. The blonde, <laughs> looks, the blonde looks familiar. The 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 other the other bird. No, no idea. And some dude named uh, Johnny Castle is going to be Vince McMahon in it. I don't know anything about him because who fucking pays attention to the guys? <laughs> yeah, nobody pays attention to the guys. But yeah, I mean, they're going to do a full on parody about the Montreal screw job. It's uh, years in the making, I guess you could say. <laughs> <laughs> WWE greenlighted this or no? 
Oh, they. I'm sure they've got nothing to do with this whatsoever. But it's funny because sure. we've got like the Chris Benoit movie is going to be made. We've got that Page movie that's filming, and then it's like, hey, we got a third WWE movie being made. It just happens to be a porno. The blonde looks really nice, though. That is the Mia Malkova. So, Peyton, what do you think about this whole uh, Brazzers thing going on? Well, the important thing in this is that we got to make sure Romy looks strong. <laughs> Romy Reign. It's as yeah. close to Roman Reigns as you can get, basically. And what what else is there to say? It's uh, <laughs> Are you interesting. Be it out? <laughs> uh, well, I'll watch it once. Oh, there we go. I have I have watched something with her in it. See, I knew I recognized the fucking. Sean's got his, body. got his entire fucking porno registry lined <laughs> his up. Index. Uh, yeah, after he spanks, he like logs it into his spreadsheet. Like how long he lasted, <laughs> how many stars he gives it. There's a star rating. I I don't time myself. Because that's just weird. <laughs> that's where you draw the line. <laughs> yeah. But but I know my quickest time, so... Oh, my God. I'm not going to share that with anybody. But the yeah, fact the... that you're saying that anyway is already bad enough. I don't think you can actually <laughs> say what the, what the amount was. You're implying a really low time here. <laughs> <sighs> Although, yeah, I'm very curious the comments that people are going to leave below. What do you think his time was? <laughs> If somebody guesses, I'm gonna give them a why, thumbs up and say yes. Why don't you put a timestamp for what time you think it is? <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, I was in the middle of drinking right then. Let's <laughs> cough that up. If, if, it, if it helps, like I can tell you who starred in that said video. Oh wait, let me take a guess. You've said a couple of names a bunch of different times over the years. Um, Isn't Lisa Ann your favorite? No, I don't. I've never been a fan of Lisa Ann. Oh God, there's a, it's. There's a name that started with an E, right? A. E. 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 Or no, maybe a J. Oh, now, now I'm drawing a blank on it. Fine. Now you're drawing a blank. Yeah. I had it in my but, mind. Anyway, but, who was it? But, but, but the two stars were uh, Cody Milo and Bree Bennett. Okay, those aren't my names. Bree Bennett. Let's see who this chick is. Bree Bennett. <laughs> Bree Bennett. Let's see. Bree. Oh, yeah. She she get it. No, yeah. She, she bought it. It's like some Alexa Bliss wannabe. Oh, I'm down for that. That's the case. Although I don't seem to be seeing anything online about that. And who's the other one? Cody Milo? Cody Milo, yeah. Oh, yeah. She's not bad either. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we're giving you guys homework. You guys should look up not only these people, but you should also try to figure out the math of how quick uh, Sean was. Quick draw, Sean. <laughs> uh, also, leave your comments about all the other things that we talked about here. Give us your opinions about all the different stories, whether it's the Tom Phillips situation or you, you know, who should induct Beth Phoenix and where do you want to see Galloway and the Hardy Boys if they go to WWE, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, what foods do you eat without your hands? <laughs> That's the case. If you're the one guy out there who's like, hey, I like steak well done with ketchup, then... Don't ever click on here again. But, but, or do you do uh, something else weird? Like maybe you eat steak with your hands. I've eaten that before, actually. Just kind of like, oh, man, I really don't feel like getting a fork and a knife. And there's some leftover steak. Just argh, feel like a fucking caveman. Yeah. Makes you feel good. That's the, that's the best way to eat it. Best way. <laughs> you go to like Outback and they're like, oh, you know, you want some... Uh, some steak sauce with that? And they're like, no. Yeah, in fact, you could take away my fork and my knife, too. <laughs> I'm just going to rip it out no, of my fucking seat. No, but see, Sean's going to get one of those things where they bring it out on the plate that it's still, like, steaming. The sizzling and hot. Of- <laughs> oh, I love the, I love the skillet the with the handle. <laughs> and he'll still just go to grab it. <laughs> and, like, completely third-degree burn his hands. <laughs> Worth it. <laughs> God damn, I want some steak now. Uh, yeah, I was about to say, I want to some steak. <laughs> So I've cheesesteaks lately. People don't know this, but uh, when we are on Skype here, our different pictures, we used to change them all the time, but we've kind of kept the same ones for the longest time now. And Wago has had steak for like a good year, I think. Year and a half. So pretty much any time that Wago's on one of these calls, if I'm looking at the Skype call and I see these uncooked steaks, I want steak. And if he would have been on here tonight, I would have been so hungry by the end of this that it would have been just, I'd have to go to 
even like fucking Walmart and get a steak if I needed to. Just an emergency steak. Steakums if I need them. <laughs> fucking whatever, you know? I used oh, to I... play bass for emergency steak. <laughs> quick quick, quick question. As... Before uh, the mailbag, right? How would you, you eat your steak? How do you have it cooked? Medium well. Same here. Depends on what kind of steak. Depends on how thick it is. You got to go medium or medium well, I think. If it's mm-hmm. thick, yeah, I want like medium or medium um, rare, actually. But if it's like a thin steak, I'll get it like closer to medium rare for sure. I can't do the rare thing. I don't like uh, chewing on, on like blood squirting out. <laughs> oh, that's the best part. <laughs> I do endorse the idea of eating as many animals as possible, but I don't know. I don't really want to still think that it might feel my uh, teeth. <laughs> no, that's what makes it better, dude. Give me some uncooked veal and maybe I'll try it. Cause then at that point it's like, I'm just going to go all in. <laughs> I'm going to eat the baby cow that way. <laughs> Not the mom. Well, I want some veal now too. All right, but we got to stop talking about food before the end of that. So, everybody, leave your comments below. Subscribe if you haven't already. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Smart Moment. Follow the website as well. Guys, you want to promote some stuff? Sean, go ahead first if you want. Oh, you got to uh, change your uh, Twitter account, don't you? <laughs> uh, my, my my Twitter this week has gone back to SeanLC2K37 because I kind of ran out of ideas. But by the end of the week, I will change it. Guaranteed. Now I got to change that. 2K37. Yeah. MRPADEN. I dropped Optimus Prime's legs. That was the last one, Optimus Prime's legs. <laughs> I thought the last one was I Swipe Right. Uh, the last one was A Prick with a Dick. A oh, Prick with a Dick, yeah. Okay. I'm losing yeah. track of that stuff. It's only been like two weeks. <laughs> I'm losing track already. <laughs> Peyton, anything you want to start uh, tossing out there? I know you have something going on with uh, Twitch right now. It's all a notification about that. Uh, no, no. Actually, I was going to say, if people are still looking for me on Twitch, uh, as of February 1st, I stopped streaming on Twitch. I am uh, exclusive to Beam.pro, uh, another streaming service. They're owned by Microsoft. They're fantastic. I'm, I'm not going to sell you on them right now. But if you're looking for me, it's Beam.pro slash M-R-P-A-D-E-N. Um, it, right now, I am having a little bit of internet issues. Um, so I, I'm not streaming tonight or possibly not tomorrow if I don't get it fixed by them. But I'm going to get that fixed as soon as possible. We'll be back on the regular schedule. Um, we're just kind of BSing at the moment until, uh, Thursday, is it? Or Friday, uh, Breath of the Wild comes out and I'll be playing that consistently until I beat the crap out of it. Never even heard of the game. It's, uh, it's <laughs> the newest Zelda. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, that makes sense then. Wait, mm-hmm. is that, isn't that for the Switch? It is also, also for Wii U. Wii U. Uh, okay. Cause the Switch isn't coming out until like, it is coming out. Right? No, it's coming Friday. out this Friday. <laughs> yep. Oh shit. <laughs> I've already, I've already dropped money on it. I hate myself for it. And it's well, so bizarre. It. There's a freaking new video game console coming out this week. How crazy is that? I don't know a single person that hasn't seen that, whether they're a gamer or not, and hasn't at least gone. All right, it seems kind of interesting. I kind of want it. Like I don't play video games. I mean, I just did that marathon, but that's like the only time I'm going to play games this whole year. And even then, when I was looking at that. Uh, trailer for that I was just kind of like alright it's kind of cool and I like the little sound effect that little kind of thing <laughs> so if it does that then I'm sold too it, it does actually make that noise awesome are you going to be picking that up soon yeah I've, I've dropped um, I, I don't know how much I, I have to have to convert it but in my money I spent 408 pounds it's a heavy console yeah <laughs> heavy on my bank account <laughs> Should people be looking for the Beam account for that? Or are you going to get that, Payton? Uh, not the Switch. No, I'm, I'm holding off on the Switch till they actually get some damn games on the thing. That's yeah, smart. Probably drop a little bit in price, too. I wouldn't expect that to happen. It, it could if it doesn't sell very well. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't anticipate that being the case. <laughs> Wait until a couple months later where they come out with the Switch U. Dude, they're, <laughs> they're, they're not even going to have a Mario game on the damn system until Christmas time. That doesn't come out on Christmas? I thought that was, like, June. No, oh, Christmas. Late November. December the 12th. Oh, it was in December? Oh, holy cow. Yeah. Got it on pre-order. <laughs> God yeah, man. All right, well, wait for uh, December 12th to see uh, Super Mario Odyssey. And uh, keep checking out everything else we got going on all over the different places here. And uh, later on this week, you guys are going to hear the Ask Him and the Rest Hold content. It's going to be probably coming up 
sometime around like Tuesday afternoon or so. I'm going to record it a little bit when I'm uh, editing this, actually. So if you haven't answered the Ask Him already, uh, tough shit. And our main event this week is going to be Fastlane predictions, which will probably be Wednesday afternoon or so. And then, of course, at the end of the week, we got Fastlane, so the post-show is going to be happening after that. Then we start getting into a couple of weird weeks where we're going to do a wide variety of content whenever I can do it. And it's going to be everything from fantasy booking WrestleMania, a Sporkle quiz for the Hall of Famers, probably what, uh, wrestling with the past for the Hall of Fame. we got to figure out something for the Smart Out Moment Hall of Fame, a mailbag, NXT predictions, Mania predictions, the post shows for those, and possibly a brand new segment, I don't know. But on top of that, in a couple hours from now, actually, we're going to be starting uh, the first ever Smart Madness tournament for the best finishers of all time. That's going to be going up around, like, I don't know, like 4 in the afternoon or so on Tuesday, because uh, it's the day before March, so I'm just going to cut to the chase. So go ahead and vote on that while you can. you got about a week to vote for the first round before we start getting into all the other different ones like that. You guys helped determine which ones were in there. The seating was kind of randomized, and we actually have some pretty interesting matches. So that'll be interesting to see over the next couple of weeks. Lots of content coming your way from March. I'm going to be busy as all hell. And, of course, on top of that, we also have Fanboys Anonymous, which I just bought my Power Rangers tickets today. I got my Logan tickets all ready to go. I got my Kong tickets. I got Iron Fist. I got a binge watch. So by the end of, uh, was it April 2nd is WrestleMania this year? April 3rd, I'm going to be just like dead. I'm pretty sure. So then we'll have a memorial service and somebody else will take over the reins. <laughs> That's all coming up, everybody. Stay tuned for all that kind of stuff. But for now, this has been another Smart Out moment and we are being counted out. Bye.